Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. I'm Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth. And we are doing our show again today. And this time we're going to talk talk about something that I think is really important and interesting to people. Um, So our show today is called... How to Know What Your Intuition Symbols Mean. Now, everybody wants to know what their intuition symbols mean and, and what they are and what meaning they have. And this is one of the most frequent questions I get about intuition, which is, what are my symbols? What are my intuition symbols? People want to know things about, what, what is that image that keeps popping up in my mind? And they believe that it's a symbol uh, you know, why do I keep seeing a particular um, animal? They think it's coming from their intuition and it's trying to tell them a message, but they don't know what it means. Now, in my intuition on demand technique, I teach you how to trigger your intuition by making it respond to a question you ask it. And then there are times when sometimes your intuition just pops up an image spontaneously. Now, when your intuition responds with an image, you might be wondering, hmm, is there a message in that picture or is it literal? A lot of times the pictures are symbolic and not literal, so you want to know what those symbols mean. Now, why are symbols important? Let's talk a little bit about symbols and intuition. So intuition's language is partly made up of symbols, and that means that it speaks to you in pieces of information that are often symbolic. That's the language of intuition. It uses symbols, it thinks things, it sees, and it communicates in a very holistic way. And if you understand what those symbols mean, you're going to know what your intuition is trying to tell you. Now, what you might experience as a symbol might be a face, Some people see faces. They see different kinds of faces. You might see a flash of light or color. Uh, You might see an animal. And sometimes you might get an intuitive message as a picture in your mind's eye uh, that's not outside of you but inside. And it might be a partial picture, uh, just like maybe a silhouette or half a face. You might see a shoe or part of a scene or maybe just a color. Now, a feeling could be a symbol, too. 
so we often get these little uh, buzzes, these little energy rushes. That could be a symbol for a particular meaning that your intuition is trying to convey to you. Now, there are lots of symbols in your dreams. We know that, uh, dream symbology. And, and those symbols come from the same place that your intuition does, which is your uh, subconscious or your intuitive mind, or the, the right brain, if, they, if you want to segregate it that way. And oftentimes the symbols in your dreams are the same as the symbols in your intuition, and sometimes not. Symbols can be very, very powerful because they can convey a lot of information. And symbols can have a lot of meaning for each one of us, uh, for example, but it could be different. So it it might be, let's take a symbol, um, example is a a ship. Now, a ship to some people might be a symbol of freedom or escape. Uh, If it's a battleship, it might mean for you, if you see a battleship in your mind's eye as an intuitive message, it might mean that you're maybe in battle with something or somebody. Uh, So that's how the symbols can be. It may not be the ship itself. Now, I wanted to give you an example of how a symbol came to me uh, when I was picking up some intuitive information. Uh, I was giving some intuitive information to somebody who um, whose cousin had died recently and I only knew this cousin's name and that he died of cancer and in asking my intuition to give me more information about his condition before he died uh, and why he left so young I received I saw a rectangular sort of a rectangular block of plaster it was like a plaster brick and it had, but it had these like deep cylindrical holes in it, as if they were cut out, and um, and there were and there were a, quite a few of them in this block. It was almost as if the block was, uh, you know, very porous from these these holes. There were so many of them; they were all kind of lined up, um, so you could almost look through the block through those holes. And using the intuition techniques that I um, that I have to access my intuition, I knew that this block was a symbol for how her cousin felt, how he felt about uh, what was going on in his body and that it represented his body. And again, uh, accessing my intuition, I found out that um, he, he didn't want to live anymore because he had so many parts of or pieces of his body missing that he didn't feel he was whole anymore. And then she validated that, that by telling me that he did have some organs removed, um, had a few, and then he had a few of the pieces of them taken out. So that that showed me my a symbol. Uh, it wasn't um, a verbatim, obviously. It wasn't literal, so it wasn't like he was a block of plaster. So let's talk about what is, what is a symbol now. Symbols are representations for something else that is um, not the specific thing, right? Not literal. You might see, again, you might see that scary face in your mind, uh, and it may not be that that person, that face that you saw is a person who's going to come and attack you. It just might be a symbol representing maybe someone or something you dislike or something that you, somebody you just had an argument with. So it's symbolic. Symbols can communicate um, all kinds of complex meaning, and the symbols are often better at conveying abstract ideas. 
So it might be that um, you might see a, a ladder, and a ladder might be that you're trying to uh, either escape from a place, maybe um, someplace that's low, or maybe you're trying to get to the next height, get to the next level. So again, it's a, it's symbology. Uh, symbols might have multiple meanings for you, so you might need to see the context in which the symbol pops up. Uh, you might see the same symbol, but in different situations, and so that symbol is going to mean something slightly different. And symbols are, and this is across the board for symbols, whether they're intuitive or not, symbols are individually based because they are learned through culture, through your family, your experience, your surroundings. All of these influence your symbols and what they, what meaning they have for you. So that's why sometimes it's difficult to uh, tell somebody exactly what the symbols that they are getting mean, because it's it's unique to you. Um, now the important thing is that the that is is what these certain symbols mean to you. That's really the key is that knowing what uh, symbols come to you and how they come to you and also what they mean for you personally. Now, some symbols are very common because, um, you know, we've all learned them and that may come to you as uh, an intuitive symbol. So, for example, uh, you might, let's say, the colors of traffic lights. Now, obviously, traffic lights, we see them around the world, and most of the time, red means stop and green means go. Uh, and here in the United States, yellow means that the light's going to soon turn red. Usually, it's green, and then it turns yellow, so it means, oh, you know, warning that it's going to turn red. But in Europe, um, you'll often, now I, did, I saw this, we were, I think we were in Germany, uh, and we came up to a traffic light, and, you know, it, it it uh, all of a sudden it turned red and yellow at the same time. And I didn't know what that meant because here in the United States, we never see red and yellow at the same time. Uh, but apparently what it means is that the green light is about to come on. So the light in there in Europe will be red and then a yellow light will come up with the red one. And then it's basically telling you, oh, get ready now. Wake up. Let's, uh, we're, the green light's coming. Everybody go. That has a different meaning for you. Uh, there are themes, you know, about of symbols across cultures, across people. Um, for example, a, a symbol of a skull and crossbones usually means death. Uh, spiders and snakes. Now, those those are good symbols. If you see, you know, that might be, um, or even just a, a representation of that might be something that you want to be repulsed by or that you want to stay away from. And that's because spiders and snakes. This is interesting. They did a study and they found out that babies are innately fear are, are are innately fearful of spiders and snakes. And if you think about that, why is that? Uh, that's because, well, if we are tree dwelling animals, which we were, um, if you believe in evolution, that we came from the tree dwelling apes. That uh, um, and well, maybe even on the ground. You know, they're spiders. They're very dangerous. They could hurt you. They could kill you. Snakes are the same thing. Very poisonous. So we have an innate fear of snakes and spiders. And what do we see in Halloween? A lot of spiders, right? Fear, kind of coupled with that. Now another symbol might be an animal symbol. People see meaning 
uh, associated with usually they're wild animals. Uh, they could be seen as symbols. Uh, people sometimes they're associated as uh, spirit guides. Now, what do those animal guides mean? Uh, or, or just what a picture of one of these animals means. And, and this is going to help you understand what symbols, your individual symbols mean to you, because these representations have associations with them, right? So an eagle, for example, is often seen as courageous, as brave, uh, strength, uh, or the United States of America, freedom. That's the bald eagle. Hawks, on the other hand, are also another bird of prey, but hawks are, are you know, what do they call hawkeye, right? That's because the rep, they represent being able to see very clearly and very distinctly and at great distances. So hawks also represent or symbolic of seeing the truth and carrying that, that message of truth. Um, horses are very noble. Uh, they are seen as nobility, as strength and that seems to evoke those feelings in people but that's also what they tend to represent so oftentimes in you know if you see a crest uh, which is a a shield that it might have a horse on it and that's because they want to uh, represent strength or nobility again snakes right snakes could be a representation of deceit from Adam and Eve, right? The snake was the one that told Eve to to bite or eat the apple, which uh, sent them out of heaven. <laughs> or it could also be a representation of rebirth because snakes shed their skin and they still live, right? So that's uh, so it depends on your culture. You know, we've got a bunch of symbols today. We do that in social media all the time. We've got emojicon, right? Thumbs up. Facebook is famous for that. It's something you like. That came from the Roman times. <laughs> or a sad face means you're not happy. Or an angry face is means you're angry. Hearts are for love. And even you can now do an emoji for all kinds of things. Hugs. And, and um, with, you know, a hug is, is apparently it's an emoji that has a face with little hands on it, which I thought was kind of cute. So those are all symbols. Maybe one will pop up for you as your intuitive message. Now, because you interpret your own symbols um, and you learn them, they have going to have meaning for you. So, for example, in the example that I just gave you about that block of plaster with the holes, that had personal meaning for me because I have a thing called trypophobia. Now, I don't know if you know what trypophobia is, but trypophobia is an inborn fear of things that have a cluster of holes. And um, if you look it up on the web, it's kind of interesting. You might have it, everybody. It's kind of this weird thing. <laughs> it's not It's not a disease. It's just this weird thing. It's trypophobia, T-R-Y-P-O-phobia, P-H-O-B-I-A. Um, apparently a lot of people have it. And when I see something that has a lot of little holes, as if they were cut out, you know, with a razor, it kind of freaks me out. So... That's that's trypophobia. Anyway, that block of plaster, it had these holes in it, and that gave me a feeling of repulsion. So that was the meaning that uh, symbolizes repulsion. Um, so that associated with a message. And I also intuitively knew that the block represented the cousin's body. So that I put together those, that meaning. 
So now the question is, how do you find out your own symbols and what your intuitive symbols mean? And how, do you, how can you do that in, in an easy way? Now, again, the problem, is our, the problem is that symbols are very unique. They're unique to you. So you can't ask someone else what your symbols are. And there are reference books on symbols. Uh, they don't always apply to everybody, but uh, they might help you a little bit because they're based in culture and history. And so they can give you an idea of what your symbols might mean because you might relate to that um, just uh, culturally. But really, the better way is to rely on your own detective work. Now, the good thing is that you're already familiar with a lot of your symbols. And here's a way you can kind of dig them out for you. Here's an exercise you can do. So you're going to make two lists. And um, on each one, you're going to list five things. So the first one is make a list of five things that you really dislike or that repulse you. So that could be anything. It could be a food uh, t- uh, TV show, maybe a person, um, a type of person, or a type of event, um, and you know there may be something that um, somebody likes that you don't like, you know, and so your your symbol would be the thing of repulsion or dislike would be the thing you don't like. Obviously, here's an example for me of what is the things that I dislike. And I gave you one, uh, the things that have a lot of neatly cut holes in them. It gives me trypophobia. That's number one. Number two, melons. Uh, you might find that surprising. I don't like watermelon, cantaloupe, or honeydew because they actually make me feel sick. So I don't like them. And when I see them, it kind of gives me that feeling, feeling sick. So uh, and number three is I don't like loud, noisy concerts or loud, noisy places. Number four is heights. I, um, I'm i not cr- crazy about heights. It doesn't bother me a whole lot, but it bothers me a little bit and um, because I don't like falling. Actually, I should put falling down. Maybe cross that out. Not heights, but falling. I hate falling. Um, and number five is being isolated. So I don't like being isolated. Uh, so those are my five things. Now, you're going to have different things. You might have uh, something completely different. And that's okay. So write your five things down. And then make a list of five things you really love or the things you're really attracted to. And these things might be associated with symbols for you, right? So for me, the things I am attracted to or that I like are, uh, number one, warm, fuzzy blankets, really fluffy ones and warm blankets. Um, Number two, afternoon tea. I love afternoon tea because I love tea, and I just love that you can have these uh, cute little sandwiches in the middle of the day with your tea or or uh, some pastry or scones. I love afternoon tea, so I'm attracted to that. Whenever I see there's afternoon tea at a restaurant, I want to go and have afternoon tea there. Uh, number three, time to do what I want, time alone to do what I want, do anything that I want, and uh, sometimes I feel like I've got so much going on that I don't, you know, forced to do things I don't want to do, um, and just to have time to just do anything. So, 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 what? How would that be a symbol? How would that? Let's let's think of that. That might be. It might be the thing that you like to do that you don't often get to do. Uh, on, um, it might be for me. It might be something that I, you know, I don't often get to do that I would rather do on my own, just when I want and. Uh, um, so it might be, you know, um, time to 
have tea <laughs> or or play around. Actually, I love technology, so I like to play around on the computer. So for me, the symbol might be playing around on the computer or something that I like to do uh, on the computer. You know, that might be a symbol of something that I'm attracted to that I like. It might be a symbol of relaxation, symbol of time for myself. Number four, I like the color purple. I'm always attracted to that. So the color of purple might be... Um, I for me it's and we'll talk about colors in a minute. It represents um divinity, spirituality. And I always am so interested in being connected to oh, all the good things, you know, um divinity, uh spirituality. And that to me is something that's important. And the last is um I love science and technology. So there might be a representation of that 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 is Intellectual, you know, um, so I, you know, you know, might see a test tube and that represents science. And to me, science is, is being, I'm attracted to the thought process, the discovery. So that's how symbols kind of get connected. See, they're not words. They're, uh, so when you make these lists of things that you love or attracted to, you start thinking of all the things that are associated. If we just take that science that I'm attracted to science again, oftentimes is a symbol of, there's a symbol of um, a test to represent science. Um, discovery might be a, uh, a um, magnifying glass, right? And you see that all the time. So if that pops up in your head, it may be something, a good thing, something you're attracted to. And then, you know, Oh, that represents the, intellect, the thinking, the discovery, the scientific method. And um, so there's a symbol. So your list is going to be different from mine, but uh, your own list will help give you a clue as to what your symbols might be like or how a symbol is associated with certain things in you, things that you like, things that you dislike, uh, abstract representations. And I just talked about when you make those lists, those lists create representations of um, an abstract feeling, an idea, a being, and you can start associating things with that, the things on your list. So how do you know which one is what now? And if something pops up at you, how do you figure that out? Well, you can test out your symbols by exercising your intuition and then getting validation on the symbol that you received by working with a partner, working with a person that you're doing that exercise with. So let me explain to you how that works. You've had feelings and impressions already and in your life, right? So um, let me give you an example of uh, a feeling that, a bad feeling. If you've ever had a really bad experience at a doctor's office, then maybe the next time you see one, you associate a doctor's office with something bad. Um, another thing might be, I'll give you an example. My student, Brenda, she had a symbol she found out that her symbol for illness is a funeral. And this is what happened. Um, she found out that, uh, here, let's start with this. Let me tell you the story. So she discovered in my intuition development circle during an exercise that there was, that a funeral means illness for her. And we were, um, her, she had to look at a photograph of someone who was on vacation and, had to figure out had had to use her intuition to get information about the people in the photograph and what she what popped up for her was a, was funeral and it was odd because the picture was of a vacation and the people were happy and uh and so 
she didn't understand that. And so I asked her, well, what does a funeral represent to you? What does it, um, and she says, well, you know, funeral people dying. And, and I said, well, what does it mean for you? What happens when you go to a funeral? And she said, oh, I never go to funerals. They always make me very sick. They make me ill. So it turns out that the person in the photograph was very, very sick. And that was the significance of that photograph because at that time, even though that person was on vacation, uh, they were very—they didn't know at the time, but they were very, very ill. So that's how she figured out that was her symbol. Now, maybe your symbol is a feeling. You know, it doesn't have to be a picture. Uh, it doesn't have to be um, an image. It could be a feeling. Maybe you get a rush or a buzz of energy in your arm or um, in your leg. And that's how I found out that temples and shrines um, give me different feelings. And this happened when I was in Japan. We were visiting so many Buddhist temples and Shinto shrines, and they're very very—they're different. Um, but there are they're just zillions of them all over the place. And because we were visiting so many, I had a chance to see how they felt to me over and over again. And the temples I found gave me a very buzzy feeling in my head, around my head and shoulders. And the, the Shinto shrines gave me a buzzy feeling in my legs. And the way I tested this was I, I w- wandered into one place of worship. I, I didn't know whether it was a shrine or a temple. I didn't really go in the front door and um, I had just kind of walked in the door and I wasn't exactly sure, but I started to feel this buzz in my legs. And, and then I thought, oh, I wonder if this is Shinto, you know. And then I went to check and I, um, you know, went to the front and I, to check and see um, because they have certain, certain symbols in the front. And it was, it was a Shinto shrine. So that's how I validated, you know, the difference, the symbolic feeling of that my, the feelings were telling me. So that's, that's how you can test your feelings yourself. And see what they represent. Now, the last thing is you can actually create your own symbols. And for example, colors. Colors can have meaning as well. And for me, uh, for me personally, red means anger. And for other people, red might mean love uh, or hot. But for me, it means anger. For me, blue means uh, emotion or water. Gray is a is sad emotions it represents sad emotions or turmoil or you know because they they also remind me of stormy clouds so very you know an argument green is healing now green i learned because i never i always associated green more with plants um but i had learned from um color meaning symbology that green can mean he, mean healing and once i associate associated that myself, then every time I saw green in an intuitive reading, that I was correct. The green represented healing. Gold to me is goodness or abundance, right? And white is purity, angels, divinity. Um, and purple was actually another one that I had learned that purple can mean nobility. It can mean um, divinity. And that association, that learning for me Every time I saw that, then purple had that meaning. Remember, remember, we learn what symbols mean. We, you can you can create your own by saying, well, you know, every time I see a feather, um, I want it to mean that it, that the angels are with me, that uh, my loved ones are with me, and you know that may be the case when you see that symbol. It comes. Um, 
I learned that uh, Dark Blue is Archangel Michael, and that was through every time Dark Blue came, um, I saw it either in my intuitive vision or in, in a meditation, somehow Archangel Michael would come into play. Um, he would pop up during the day or, um, you know, when, when that dark blue was like popping up in my head. So, you know, I'd hear about him on the radio or someone would send me a question about Archangel Michael or all of a sudden I started to see uh, references and articles about him. So that became my meaning for him. So what do these colors mean to you? You think about it. Go through the colors of the rainbow. Write them down. And what does each color feel like to you? What does it mean? What does it make you think about? What does it represent to you? You can make that list, and it's it'll be the beginning of your own uh, dictionary of symbols. You can work with your symbols. You can create them. You can discover what they are and what their what their meanings are. So just start your journal and and write them down. You just have to be aware of that, that they do exist, and that's how our mind works. That's how our intuitive mind works. It's talking in symbols. Our mind is, is geared to understand symbols and work with them. And they are always working inside of you, and your intuition is speaking in symbols because that's the language of intuition. Now, if you use some exercises, uh, you can do intuition exercises. You might find what your symbols are, find out what your symbols are. You can. I have some exercises that you can get if you sign up for my newsletter at lmk88.com, and you can learn about my intuition on-demand technique as well. I have a, a and uh, you'll also get a free e-doc which kind of describes more about how to how to develop your intuition. So just go to lmk88.com, and I've got great news. I also just found out my new book is coming out in June. It's being released in June, and it's now available on Amazon for pre-order. So if you just search on, go to Amazon and, and search on this, Intuition On Demand, Lisa K. And just K, not the K-A-Y, but just the letter K. And pre-order one, pre-order one now, and you'll get it the moment it comes out. Pre-order it now. Save your receipt. I am going to be giving out gifts uh, if you send me your receipt. I haven't figured out what it is yet, but it's going to be really yummy. So just hang on to your receipt. And uh, Oh, you could always print it out again through Amazon. But anyway, Intuition on Demand and Amazon. Pre-order it. And this is for my friend Jody Amon. I wanted to tell you about her book. My friend Jody Amon wrote a book called You Won Anxiety Zero. Now, if you or anyone you know is struggling with anxiety, you got to get this book. Jody gets it, and she knows how to get rid of anxiety. She is the number one expert. And tomorrow, January 19th, it's free on Kindle. You can get it for free. So what you need to do is go to Amazon. If you pre-order my book, stay there. Then you can go and search on You Won Anxiety Zero. Get Jody Amon's Kindle book for free. And... Um, it'll be free tomorrow, so head over to there. So that's it. That's all about symbols and how to know what your intuition symbols mean. I hope this was helpful to you, and um, you can come and listen to us anytime. We've got lots of wonderful intuition tips and on how to improve your life also and spirituality and things that you can walk away with every day to make your life better. 
just listen to us on um, here, right here on the Black Talk Radio, or you can get my Lisa K Radio app on iTunes. I'm Lisa K. You've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth, Conscious Living for Your Soul. Angel blessings to everyone. Thank you for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.